I think um, a lot of the attendees who might be Ertrol friends might enjoy <laughs> specifically because um, Maidan Archery is actually the first archery club in Australia to uh, teach the Asiatic Ottoman style of archery. So we're very, very uh, honored to have uh, Brother Ahmed uh, with us at Mecca Collective um, with this very, very um, interesting and different entrepreneurial story. So thank you for thank joining you for me. And it's also very refreshing to see what you guys are doing. I think you are filling a gap in the community that is most needed. And uh, may Allah reward you for it. Tell us, what is Maidan Archery? If you could tell somebody who has never known anything about archery or you or Maidan, tell them, tell them what is it? Okay, so uh, Maidan Archery Club is a place that everybody can come together in. So Maidan means field. We come together in this field and we're all equal in this field. All right, And we come to practice their archery. The sort of archery we endeavor to practice in that club is a more um, Eastern style of archery. And we're not saying Eastern in a way that we're trying to compete with the West. It's just a little bit different in our approach uh, where we, we we do archery more as a martial art and, uh, and uh, less as just a mechanical movement. Um, it's an archery club that's focusing on archery, on ground archery, but it has grown into more than just archery club. It's, the community has grown ex exponentially. And we've also involved horses, and now it's horseback archery, not the real how it should be. And then after that, now we're, you know, um, imbuing it with concepts of tasawuf and uh, futua, which involves all the sunnah disciplines. Um, so uh, we wanted to do this initially, but we focused on one thing and did it right, rather than doing all the sunnah arts and, and disciplines. We focused on one and got it right. That's already a great piece of advice, you know, focusing on one thing, trying to perfect it and doing it really with excellence. What was the thing that really, you know, inspired you to create Medan Archery? How did it uh, come about? Uh, I used to live on a farm. And because I'm an avid hunter and I enjoy, I, I used to do compound archery before I got to know about Ottoman archery for about 10 years. And I read a book and... Uh, everything changed, but uh, it started on my farm because a lot of the uh, people who were interested in archery, they would come and say, hey, can you teach me? Or they'd see me practice with my nephews and my son or something. They'd say, oh, uh, I'd be keen on that. I'd like to give it a try. So mm -hmm. one thing leads to another, and they ended up buying a compound bow. Farm got taken, and we lost our place where we could, you know, hang and relax and shoot. Um yeah, they built a road through my house. Oh, no, no. Um, didn't have a farm now. Where do we shoot? Because I was never really into clubs because I had this property. The same people that were joining me, they all, we all got together. And coincidentally, that taking of the property allowed me to some space to go to Turkey and study a little bit about this and uh, travel uh, and, and explore. Um, and kind of it was all very for it suits Sister Dalal. It was very, <laughs> it was very organic. And you know what? Organic is a very Islamic concept because mm. when things happen for you easily, mm. they say if you want to see if you are on the right path, sometimes people doubt. Am I doing the right thing? Am I not? Allah opens the doors for you with ease. Then it is a sign for you to keep going. Meaning you are struggling, but you know, 
some somehow your struggle is even easier than you know your struggle so we looked at clubs that you know traditional clubs you talking about archery australia clubs 3d archery clubs we started shooting there we enjoyed it it's not that, that we didn't but it just we didn't feel the community because a lot of the other tra traditional archery clubs they involve all the gentlemen you know they they love to drink um yeah. they, they like to do this this is how they like to pass their time and drink a few arrows for us it was more about the community a safe environment for first of all kids you know we, we, we were done drink fixing broken men we are not interested in you know the, the problems we want to build new generation so we wanted something safe for our kids and also um a club that's completely inclusive to, to all mm -hmm. muslims non-muslims male female you know generally and uh so we we, fought, we basically approached the bosnian community and said because i'm bosniak myself we approached the Bosnian community they were like wow great you know we don't have enough activities come and do it at our, at our uh, soccer field, which was uh, abandoned. Mm. And we started there again, and it grew organically, again, organically, um, but we couldn't cope. We saw a massive gap in the community mm. because the way that we t taught archery, it, it was focusing on the archer as his character and not just shooting the bullseye. That's right. We were focusing on, on, on concepts of tasawwuf. Types mm. of spirituality, mm -hmm. and we find in today's community, Islamic community, we find people teach fiqh and aqidah mm. very well. They all know aqidah, they all know fiqh, but they don't talk about the heart. Initially, when you started, how many people were there? So you started the club, and when was this? We started in in this uh, in this place, and it was maybe ten people. We we began very small, and. Um, just grew. Um, it was what initially word of mouth. Mm. I'm not a very social media person. As we grew, the, the good people surrounded us mm. and um, they helped out. So mm. we were very lucky to meet a, a few brothers who and sisters who were good with web build, website building, mm. Facebook promotion, and then they helped out and we grew like that. I realized when I, uh, I was in hospital one day, I couldn't open the club. I called someone and I said, can you open the gates? I'm stuck. I can't move. And they're like, okay. I realized, you know, it's not something that we want. It's The concept isn't worldly gain. Mm. Go back to the heart. We're, we're saying we want, to, we want to have a club that's going to focus on fixing hearts. It's a physical manifestation of the spiritual. So a, a, a lot of it is around Sadaka Jariya. It's a different kind of business. Yeah, so how, how have you been funding uh, Maidan Archery? So could you tell us like how many people are part of the club and how many people do you have usually engaging? With regards to funding, initially, um, it takes a lot of money. And yeah. you have to, like I said, it's Saraka Jaria. And some people, they, they're interested in this. They want to give money Fisa Birilla, okay? So initially, we, we, we funded it. But Alhamdulillah, over time, we became more... Uh, independent mm. and um, we then we relied on government grants on memberships on other kind people who were able to help us Alhamdulillah. but um, we, we are we're very healthy uh, in terms of uh, funds and that is again because of the good people that are running the club uh, like our treasurer and uh, and a few other people who are from sales backgrounds they they made sure 
when I wanted to do things for free, they're like, no, 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 don't do that because a target costs eight hundred dollars, and we need ten targets. It's not going to be cheap, so you need to, you know, um, think about this. And I wasn't thinking that at all. So yeah. we were, we were very heavily uh, funded from our, you know, our members, our core members, yeah. and also from the greater community. Mm-hmm. On top of that, because we were non for profit, we were eligible to apply for a couple of grants that helped us a lot to, to start. Our initial plan on a page is has been completed. Now our next plan for two years is underway, and uh, that plan involves uh, a little bit more commercial acumen. And that commercial acumen would be in a form of where how can I flip free myself up more mm-hmm. to dedicate myself to the community better, uh, and and not necessarily how to monetize it. Mm-hmm. So it's more around how can I free myself up to run things better. Because we cannot cope, we're booked until May, so I don't know what to do. My main problem initially was having te- enough teachers. We need to somehow open this up to our community mm-hmm. because our mission is to revive archery culture or to revive the Sunnah discipline, Sunnah art in our community. So our aim is not really, uh, it's basically greater than what we are. Inshallah, that's, that's very good and I think that's a value that Obviously, all all Muslims um, should have when they're engaging in business and um, inculcate that within within themselves. So I think that's very honourable and uh, that's a great insight from you. I got a couple more questions. First is, um, what is a key lesson that you've learned throughout this whole journey, uh, throughout the three years, and you know, trying to move forward? I was anti management. I didn't like managing people, and I didn't like delegating. I just liked doing myself and um, I think the core to our success are people mm-hmm. and looking after core people the, the pe- your people you got to look after so the most I would say the most important thing your most important asset are your people your members your your the people who come who make an effort never ignore the guy who comes even if he, he like it is coming collecting rubbish don't ignore him because he's Allah sent him there. So um, give everyone their um, their due. Um, so and it helped me. The, the the lesson I learned, I think, as well, is to sometimes put hands off and less is more. We used to run uh, free sessions. Few of people told me they said, uh, Ahmed, why don't you charge? And I said, I'm not doing it. They said, people today value time. And time equals money. And unless you put money on something, they won't. They don't value it. We put some money on it, and people started appreciating it more. So yep. those two things, I think that those kind of helped me learn along the way. But you're always learning all the time. Yeah, that's very true, especially in the non-profit um, uh, area, with a lot of events uh, that people hold. They, they, you can see that if you price it people start attending. So that's definitely a great insight for a lot of the attendees for today. And the right people attending. Just to wrap it up, in one sentence, what was the best piece of advice that you've been given in terms of your business and made on archery? There's several. Yeah. Give me the best one. <laughs> make, your, make your intention for the sake of Allah. Thank you so much for taking your time and uh, we would love to have you back on uh, at another stage, inshallah, in the future. But it's great to see this social venture 
happening in in the community and um thank you so much for volunteering your time so uh, very happy to be part of this thank, thank you for inviting me oh, I can. thank you